0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Grow Beyond the Budget podcast, a podcast crafted for incredible millennial and Gen X women just like you. In this safe space, we'll dive into the beautiful harmony between life and money. Join me and some amazing souls as we unwrap faith, family, personal growth, and all the gems life has to offer, guiding you to explore your money in ways that reach beyond the budget. I'm Tiffany Burns. I'm a wife, mother of three, yoga enthusiast, certified money coach, and a master mindset coach. But the essence of who I am is I'm a believer, a visionary chasing dreams, a change maker determined to create positive impact, and I thrive on learning and problem solving. I've made my fair share of money mistakes in my life because I used to believe that money was complicated, difficult, intimidating, and the root of all evil. But guess what? I've learned that it's not. I now know that money is a divine tool that can help you craft an intentional life that syncs flawlessly with the whispers that God has given you. Together, we'll cast a new lens on how you see your finances, equipping and empowering you to transform. I'm your chief encourager and guide on this journey, so let's grow beyond the budget. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Grow Beyond the Budget podcast. I am your host, Tiffany Burns, money and mindset coach, and I help women change the way that they think and feel about money so that they can use money more intentionally to create a life that they love. Today's episode is part of a series that I've been doing about mindset shifts that we need to make going into this new year. As we get ready to wrap up 2023, it is natural for us to get reflective and introspective and think about the things that we wanted to accomplish this year and start to look forward to the new year and the goals and aspirations that we have going into the new year. And a lot of times those things impact our finances. We have financial goals that are um, on that list. And in order for us to get to the progress and the results that we want to see in our finances, it is really important for us to do the mindset work that is required. Um, a couple episodes ago, I released a podcast where it was strictly talking about money mindset and why it's important. Um, but just to recap, your mindset, the beliefs that you have around something, and in this particular case, we're talking about money, the beliefs that you have around money impact your thoughts and perspective and perception of money. And those thoughts will lead to how you feel about money, whether you feel anxious, overwhelmed, or um, Or stress out about money or whether you're optimistic and hopeful and positive around money. Those feelings then create um, or determine your actions or sometimes inactions with money. So if you are stressed out, anxious, and overwhelmed when it comes to money, then it's natural for, then you will start to avoid things like budgeting, saving money, paying off debt, talking about money, um, and just not maximizing your money's potential. If you are, hopeful, optimistic, and positive about money, then it's more likely that you will do the things necessary to move the needle forward in your life and your finances. And so those actions or inactions have an outcome, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Um, And then those actions or those outcomes will just reinforce whatever belief system that you have. And then the cycle continues. If you are not making progress in your finances, um, I do want you to take this time to be introspective and seeing where in your um, mindset, where in your beliefs, feelings, thoughts, actions with money, um, could you take ownership and accountability to do things differently? Um, in the new year, I will have a conversation where we're talking about like you know, things that are out of our control, because there are some things like inflation, like you know, policies, um, the gender and racial wage gaps, and things that are just really out of our control when it comes to money. But there are a lot of things that are within our control that we have to really start to take ownership of. Um, and so in today's episode, we are going to be continuing the series of things that we need to um, do differently going into the new year. In the first episode, I talked about just releasing our expectations or shifting the way that we have expectations. What can happen when we have expectations that are unmet and how our unmet expectations often lead to us stalling out in our finances. The next episode was around just breaking out of our comfort zones um, and being intentionally uncomfortable. Because in the last episode, I talked about the fact that there's a lot of us who are feeling uncomfortable in our finances right now, but not um, for good reasons, right? It's because of those reasons that are out of our control. And I really wanted us to, to challenge us to do things intentionally that are uncomfortable, that will help you move the needle forward. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about limiting beliefs and how limiting beliefs can really um, (laughs) limit you and the progress that you want to make in your finances. Now, I have some examples that I want to share with you, but really quickly, I just wanted to share my own personal story of how my limiting beliefs um, really hindered me in my life and my finances. And so I, you know, growing up, didn't learn about money. We talked about that. Um, I believe that money was stressful, that money was intimidating, that money was overwhelming. And it was one of those things where, you know, I didn't want to work hard um, to get money because I didn't think I had the capacity or the ability of skill sets to do it. And so I didn't go to college because I didn't think that I could afford it. I didn't want to go into debt to pay for college. And I didn't at that point want to try. Um, because I had like such low belief in myself. I limited myself thinking that I could not do it. Um, I went into retail management for most of my adult career. Um and even in that, I limited myself in moving up in my career. I got as far as like assistant manager, but I was always like, I'm a good Robin. I'm not Batman. And so I limited myself in that career path and not um going up for promotions and trying to get raises and things like that um and I shared a story of how I expected to get promoted um and I didn't and that was the last time I tried and that happened early on in my career and from then I just limited myself and settled in what I my my role as assistant manager um there have been times where I've limited myself in my business and really had to to think differently when it comes to the things that are available and possible for me. One of the really good things that I do to overcome my limiting beliefs, um, I'll share a simple technique with you at the end, but I do my best to surround myself with people who are examples of the things that I want to accomplish. Um, People who can show me and be proof that anything is possible and that I do not have to stay confined to whatever my circumstances are um, and whatever I'm just seeing in my day-to-day lives. And so I wanted to share that with you before I get into these examples, because again, there's so many ways that we limit ourselves in our lives, in our careers, in our relationships. And I really want us to really challenge um, the limits that we put on ourselves. All right. So I'm gonna go through some examples. So one example of limiting beliefs that I hear from people is, uh, money is the root of all evil. And so we know that this is a scripture that is commonly misquoted because the scripture actually says that the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, and if you look at the entire context of those scriptures, um, above and below that one, it talks about how, um, the love of money can lead to wickedness. And I truly believe that money is something that can amplify the person that you already are. So if you are a person who is kind, giving, compassionate, um, empathetic, uh, then you will do more of that with your finances. You will be even more compassionate and empathetic and you'll have the resources to support and to share with other people um, the things that you were already doing with your money. You'll do more of those things. And so the love of money um, is not the root of all evil. But if you believe that, then you will have an aversion to pursuing wealth, to pursuing financial stability, because you believe that if you love money, then you will... Um, be wicked, which is not inherently true. There's lots of scriptures that also talk about abundance and wealth generating and, um, you know, inheritance for our children and inherited land and things like that. And so the Bible wants us to have wealth, y'all. There's a lot more scriptures that talk about um, the abundance than it is just the sacrifice and the love of money and how it can be wicked. Now, the next one is I'll never be able to earn more money. And this one can really put a limit on your ambition. Again, like I, in my previous career, um, never negotiated salaries. I talked about this in the last episode, too. Um, I never negotiated my salaries. And I just believed that I just had to take whatever people gave me. Um, But that is not true. There's lots of people who advocate for themselves. You can earn more money. There's a lot more money available to us than we um, even realize. And that, again, is a good reason why you need to put yourself in spaces and and meet people and connect with people who could help you see the possibilities and opportunities that are out there. Um, I'll always struggle financially is another one that we have to kind of really Throw it right in the trash, okay? Um, we do not have to accept and adapt this leg, this life of financial struggle and sacrifice. I grew up seeing um, that my entire life. I've seen people robbing Peter to pay Paul. I've seen the you know late slips on the door. That was my normal. And when you are in that, it is easy for that to become your um, your comfort zone but we do not have to live like that. Okay. Um, when you feel like that, a lot of times that is like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like I'm just going to, it's always going to be like this. Um, it's going to limit you from seeing things that are possible. It's going to limit you from being proactive and doing the things that you need to do with your finances. And so it's really important for us to challenge that belief. Um, just being in a space where you feel like you deserve it, because sometimes we can struggle with feeling like we deserve abundance. I, no, I have struggled with this, my worthiness to um, achieve and accomplish wealth, and then what to do with that wealth once I had it. Like, do I deserve this? There's a fear of success that comes with that. Like, am I going to be able to handle this? Am I going to be able to manage it? Um, But we absolutely deserve to have financial stability. We absolutely deserve to have a life where you don't have to stress out about where, how you're going to pay your bills or how you're going to be able to live comfortably in retirement. We deserve to have a life where those things come, um, come to us and we have those things in our lives. We have to work for it. Um, I think the part where that was really challenging for me is like, you know, I didn't feel like I was able to say that I deserve those things, um, because it felt like I felt like I was entitled. Um, and I work for the things that I want, right? So the financial stability, the wealth that we are generating, those are things that we work towards, that we actively work towards. Um, and so it's, I deserve it because I've earned it and I work for it. Um, and that's an easier mindset shift for people to make to just say, you know, I deserve it out of a place of entitlement. There's some people who are the Lulu and they feel entitled to everything. But for a lot of us um, feeling, saying that we deserve something, um, can be a challenge. And again, we're working towards the things that we want. And so if you're working a job 40 hours a week, sometimes more, if you have a business and you're working hard in those businesses, then you deserve to have financial stability in your life, okay? Um, you are doing the work. And so then the, the the fruits of your labor would be the financial stability and security. And we deserve that. Um, money is scarce and hard to come by. This one is... <sighs> This one is one of those ones where it makes me think of, like, the I'm a money magnet um, affirmation that everybody always uses. Like, we talk about money mindset affirmations. That's one of the first ones that people throw out. I'm a money magnet, and money flows to me effortlessly. When you come from a life of... um, when struggle, if you come from a life where money did not flow effortlessly, it's really hard to adapt that mindset and, that, and really believe the affirmation. Um, and it is easy to believe because of the experiences that you had that money is scarce and hard to come by. Again, which is why it's going to be important for you to put yourself in spaces to see that that is not the truth, to read books, read articles, um, and position yourself to see there's a lot more money out there than we realize. Okay, and just because one person has money doesn't mean that they're taking money away from you and vice versa, that you're not taking money and food from somebody else's plate. When you have money, money is a lot more accessible and available than we realize. Um, We just have to know the right ways to get it. Um, And again, when you're believing that, man, money is just so hard to come by, money is so scarce, it really does limit you to not be able to see any of the opportunities and possibilities that are out there. Um, the next one is like this. Um, the limit is I'm bad with money. I hear people say this all the time. Like I'm bad with money. I'm not good with it. I can't do these numbers. I'm not smart enough to handle my money. Um, and by challenging, limiting and questioning your own abilities, it really does, um, again, create this belief that will lead you to do things that will sabotage the progress that you really want to make so whether that is going out and getting more financial information whether that's going to workshops hiring a coach working with a financial advisor is going to keep you stagnant because you are limiting yourself by saying girl it's like it's no hope i'm not going to get it regardless so there's not even a point um and so it's really important for you to not put those sorts of limits on yourself by saying i'm bad with money we gotta kill that language okay um next one is I don't need to say for the future this also makes me think of the ones where I see people talking about um if I spend the money today I'll just make it I'll just go make it back real quick um and that is y'all I know as a black woman in America that it is and, and I've shared my story of of how if YOLO was a person, that was me. I know that it is important for us to be able to enjoy our lives, enjoy our money, because we don't know um, what tomorrow will hold. Tomorrow is not promised to us. And so I understand the importance of adding joy and using money to have fun today, to choose violence today, to do the things and spend the money today. I understand that logic. And I want you to enjoy your money. I'm not a coach that talks about sacrifice and deprivation this whole time. I want you to be able to enjoy your money along the way. I also want you to do it in a way that protects and um, positions your future self to also enjoy the lifestyle that you have today and to also enjoy financial stability and financial security. I want you to take care of you now and you later. So not thinking that you have to take care of the future um, is not going to help you in the long run it'll keep you in that hustle culture where again you spent the money today so now you got to go double work double as hard tomorrow to make it back um, and that's not good for your body your stress or anything else either so if that is the mentality that you have I do want you to start to really challenge and question Um, Is this good for me in the long run? So I just had a coaching call with a client yesterday um, and she's in a big transition period in her life. She's getting ready to move. And, you know, she was starting to get a little frustrated, overwhelmed with her finances. And, you know, I has a re- reminder, I was like, you know, the reason why you're feeling this way is because you're out of alignment with one of your core values. And we identified in our first session that one of her core values is calm. And so if you value calm, you value peace, you value freedom, then it's going to be important for you to position yourself. Um, proactively position your finances so that you can enjoy your money now and still take care of the things that you need to do and take care of later. Okay. Um, So we can't just think about the now all the time. There's not a lot of things that I like to use the word balance, but that is one of the things that we have to find a balance in is enjoying our money now and still um, enjoying our money later. Um, The next limiting belief is like, I'll never get out of debt. And this one breaks my heart when I hear this. I had a really good conversation with a friend who is a financial coach and career coach who has um, student loan debt. Um, And we were talking about that and just the mentality of like, like, I'm always going to have this debt. And while she herself does not feel hopeless in her situation, what I hear when a lot of other people are saying it is like a, a a a hint of hopelessness. Um, and what happens when we lose hope, we stop trying, um, and we don't do anything else about it as a dreamer. And as a visionary, I know that hope is fuel for the things that we want to accomplish. Um, and so when you're thinking like, I'll never get out of debt, you're and you're in a hopeless state, um then it's really going to again just limit you from seeing solutions seeing possibilities that are out there and you can do it i want you to look up debt-free community um again because we're talking about like your brain needs to see proof sometimes um because maybe you don't know anybody who's paid off their student loan debt or maybe you do have so much debt that you can't haven't been able to see um it's possible look it up there's a lot of people who've paid off hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Um, I have paid off, my husband and I have paid off $91,000 in debt. And so it's possible to pay off debt. Okay. I don't want you to let the, the circumstances overwhelm you and limit you from thinking that that's all it'll ever be. That's not the case. Um, now you will have to put in some effort and some work into it, but it is possible. Um, and then the last one is, and we kind of talked about this one in the last episode too, when we're talking about getting comfortable, being uncomfortable, um, talking about money. And so it's gonna be really important to not just to be open to having conversations around money and not being scared or limiting yourself from talking to people when it comes to your finances, whether that is a spouse, a partner, um, a coach. Uh, a financial advisor your friends there's so much um, power and information being shared that will help you get to wherever it is that you need to get to but when you feel like you're the only one going through things when you feel like you have to live your life and your finances in a silo because no one understands no one will get you it's going to make it harder for you to get to where you want to be all right. I said that I was going to keep this episode short and sweet. So those are some examples of limiting beliefs that we might have when it comes to our finances. Again, just brand introspective, reflecting on maybe I didn't say a specific one, but maybe it got you thinking about something else, a, a different type of limiting belief that you have when it comes to your money. And so I really want you to start to. Um, To bring awareness to those things. And here's a strategy. So the strategy that I have for you to um, start to challenge and change your belief system is an acronym called ACT. Um, I love a good acronym. And it stands for awareness, curiosity, and then transformation. So the first thing is to bring awareness to it. And by sharing all of these examples, that's what we're doing. Just bringing awareness to things that you might be believing, saying, doing, the outcomes that you have that you want to change. Um, bring awareness to what is happening right now, present day in your finances. And then I want you to get curious. I want you to start peeling back the na- the layers, noodle this for a little bit, really start like asking questions. Okay, so why did I do that? Who do I know that thinks like this? How is this working for them? Um, what do I need to do differently going forward? If this is not working, the what I'm currently thinking, what do I need to think differently? So get curious. And then the transformation is again, like thinking about what you need to do differently going forward, what you need to believe, what you need to say to yourself. And that is something that you might have to do more than one time for the same beliefs. Um, Because for a lot of us, we're talking about uprooting beliefs that are decades old, however old you are. And then, Um, beliefs that have been passed down from generations. So even longer than we've been alive. And so it's going to take time. So be patient with yourself in this journey as you start to shift the way that you're thinking. But I do want us to remove the limits and the ceilings that we have for ourselves. Um, It's going to be really important for you to give your brain um, proof that there's Uh, Things that are possible and opportunities available to you outside of what you are currently experiencing. So if that means finding different social groups to hang out with, finding your people, finding communities online um going to networking events and going to seminars going to conferences where people um are doing the things that you want to do there's lots of seminars around wealth building and and money management that happen all the time homeowners um workshops and things like that so doing the things putting yourself in the spaces in the rooms meeting the people y'all one of the goals that i had for 2023 was to meet more millionaires I wanted to meet more millionaires. I know that I'm, I'm pretty sure that I knew some already, but I didn't know. Um, I, hadn't, I hadn't seen them and talked to them. And they hadn't come out and said, OK, this is my network. This is how much money I have. But I've met several millionaires this year. And I wanted to have the proof. My brain needs proof that one, <laughs> these people exist. I needed to see how they did it. I needed to see what they were like. Um, they were not, you know, greedy monsters. They're happy-go-lucky people who have families. And a lot of them were unassuming. You would not even know that they had million, million, they had millions of dollars. But I wanted to put myself in position where I am in spaces where millionaires are. Okay, so I've been in rooms where lots of money is in the room and I wanted to strategically put myself in that so that as I continue on my journey to become a millionaire, because we ain't there yet, um, I have proof. Okay. My brain can see that this is possible. And so the same thing might need to be true for you. If that's something that you need to do, um, then I want you to start thinking about how you can start positioning yourself, going into the new year to give your brain the proof to see what is possible and to give yourself new opportunities and removing any limits and ceilings that you have on your life and your finances so far. And so I hope that this episode was helpful for you. Sharing is caring. So if you like this episode, please share it with somebody who might need to hear this. Um, Connect with me on Instagram. Shoot me a DM and let me know if you listened to this and how you liked it. Um, and until next time, y'all keep growing. Thanks for listening to another episode. Remember, life's abundance knows no limits when you dare to grow beyond the budget. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please like, subscribe, and leave us a review. And if you want to keep the conversation going, you can DM me on Facebook or Instagram at The Lotus Legacy. Until next time, keep growing.